You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and uh, we're catching up today on some of the Irish agencies that have offices here in Canada. And we are hearing from the IDA, whose mandate is to attract investment and business into Ireland who want to use Ireland as a launch pad for Europe or the world. But there's another direction where Irish business wants to get, and that is from Ireland into Canada and around the rest of the world. But for Canada, Enterprise Ireland has an office in Toronto, and they've been around for a number of years, and their mandate is to help Irish business to get a foothold in the Canadian market. And Lydia Rogers is here with me. Lydia runs the Toronto office. Lydia, thanks a million for coming along. Delighted to be here, Austin. So hopefully I kind of covered what the broad parameter is there. You have indeed. Um, So as you mentioned, Enterprise Ireland, we are the government agency with responsibility for growing Irish companies on world markets. So our remit is very much to help Irish businesses to start, innovate and scale internationally. And as you said, we have an office here in Toronto, which has been open um, since 2006. We have a team of five market advisors here. And really what we're trying to do is support Irish businesses at all stages on their export journey to break into the Canadian market and really grow their businesses here in Canada. And we've been very lucky over the years. We now, over the past couple of years, have had over 500 Enterprise Ireland client companies doing business here in Canada, um, many of them exporting into the country, but about 60 have presences here, and they employ about 6,000 people here in Canada. But on the flip side of that, they also employ 25,000 people in Ireland. So Canada is a really key market for our Enterprise Ireland clients, and, and we see it as a really strong growth market. I know for years that the perception always was like people wanted to get into the English market or into the American market, uh, and then kind of maybe the European market. And Canada really didn't exist, and yet the Canadian business ethos would very much align with the Irish business ethos. Yeah, 100% Austin, and we're very much seeing now, and I suppose one of the, the key advantages that we say to some of our clients is come to Canada, Ireland and Canada make absolutely great business partners. It's also a great launch pad into the wider North American market. So come test out the Canadian market and then expand into the US market. So that's a key message for our clients. And and Austin, we recently over the last couple of weeks had what we call an international markets week where Irish clients get the opportunity to meet with market advisors around the world in markets that they feel they have an opportunity to break into. And that is very much what we're hearing from clients is they want to now come to Canada first, try out the market, and then go further afield in North America. And, of course, a bit like CETA or from the other direction, Canada represents an English-speaking country, uh, and again, as I said, with a somewhat similar ethos, a long Irish history, and uh, a great, I suppose, compassion for Irish business uh, before you cross south of the border where it's brutal. Absolutely. Look, I, I think the ways of doing business here and, and the feedback from our clients and, and their business partnerships that they have here, it's very much about longevity. It's about sustainability. It's about building those longer term relationships and genuinely like the, just the, the, the fantastic business that can be done between Canada and Irish clients. What has always intrigued me and I found wonderful is that the range of industry 
that the Irish are engaged in. Because, again, we have this perception, many of us, that we would be limited in our abilities in what we might be bringing to the market. And I was blown away when I, in my previous life when I was in the satellite industry that how engaged the Irish were when it came to natural resources and to mining and that side of things. And likewise, I remember coming across some guy who was exper- exporting from County Limerick, as far as I recall, farm machinery yeah. into out into Saskatchewan. Or into, so that, again, these are the kind of industries that we would not traditionally kind of consider that we may have been involved in. Yeah, and, and Austin, just on that, I mean, we work with such a broad range of clients right across a whole range of sectors. So everything from digital technologies, which is obviously huge now across a whole range of sectors, everything from travel tech to retail tech to fintech to HR and talent tech. We have a portfolio of life sciences and digital health clients. We have engineering clients, as you've mentioned, agri-machinery. I'm very strong on actually one of the other elements of Enterprise Ireland's remit is education and actually bringing Canadian students back into Ireland. But as you say, just really, really strong um, sectors that Ireland has such strong innovation and capability in. And I might, if I can, just give you a couple of examples mm-hmm. of, you know, some Irish clients that have been, been doing uh, fantastically in, in Canada over recent months. Um, like everything from supporting emergency departments and ICUs in caring for patients with COVID. So with client company Aerogen, we've had clients who clear winter snow in Laval and Quebec. So multi-hog or multi-purpose vehicle machinery clients. We've had a really interesting story with X-Ocean who surveys uh, the seabed of Lake Superior they have just yesterday recently announced that they're also work, going to be working with the hydrographic service to survey the seabed of the Arctic. So the first time that this has ever been done. So just some fascinating stories. Um, Minister Troy, uh, Minister for Trade Promotion, was here a couple of weeks ago. As part of that mission, he helped launch Swoop Funding. Um, so again, this is a high potential fintech client in Enterprise Ireland's portfolio that really helps small and medium enterprises to access the funding they need to grow their business whether that's through equity or loans or grants so one-stop shop for accessing finance so we just have a huge range of clients operating in such a broad range of sectors really strong capability and solving ultimately they need to be solving problems for their their customers here in Canada. And uh, Lydia the Canadians have a strong trust of Irish and by that I mean they have a strong trust of the education system and the qualifications that the people have. Absolutely, oh, 100% Austin. And I think that trust as well is going back to what I mentioned about building relationships and that it's not just about winning a contract and that's it. It is very much about the longer-term partnerships and the sustainability that that we can build um, between business partners. But as you say, education is is really important as well. And with Enterprise Ireland's remit in the Education in Ireland space, you know, having that um, that uh, consistency in terms of the the appreciation of our education systems and Canadian students coming back to Ireland and actually studying in Ireland. We have quite a lot in, in the medical fields that come back mm-hmm. and study with the Royal College of Surgeons and across a number of different areas um, in third-level institutions across the country. 
So during the past 18 months, two years particularly, where it's been a challenging time for all business, um, businesses were kind of shoring up and just trying to keep their doors open in many cases. That, I suppose, would have put, I won't say a lot of pressure on you, but given an opportunity, I suppose, to be able to encourage some businesses to reach further out and maybe that that was the opportunity for them to take the step. Did you find that? I think so, um, Austin. I think when you look at um, Enterprise Ireland's business results, so even if you take our export figures for 2020 of over 25 billion across the globe, that was sustained from 2019, which is a phenomenal achievement. The clients were actually capable and able to sustain their exports internationally. And I think what the pandemic brought was that obviously the whole area around digitalization and being able to stay connected um, to your business partners, to suppliers, albeit virtually, but having that engagement, being able to stay connected, us in the overseas markets being able to highlight and show back the market intelligence, market insights, keep the clients connected to their buyers and their business partners. Um, In saying that, that's not without challenges. I think a lot of our clients were very keen to get back into markets, you know, once restrictions had lifted and and borders were opened, really because you just can't beat that physical relationship building as well. Mm -hmm. So looking forward then, as things are gradually opening up, and gradual it has to be, uh, CETA is, I think, close to being, if not fully ratified, uh, I think it's finally got over some of the, the hurdles that were there. Uh, how are you, things for you as you look forward for the next 12, 24 months? Yeah, and I, I think on CETA, you know, I think people can often just look at, you know, the reduction in tariffs, but it, it brings a lot of other opportunities in terms of opening up in terms of the Canadian services market, making it easier for Irish professionals to work in Canada. Um, and I think uh, actually a significant element is around that access to Canada's public procurement um, market are really enabling Irish companies to bid for procurement contracts and whether that's at federal or provincial or municipal level. So I know when Minister Troy was here, he also mentioned the importance of ratifying CETA in the new year. Um, so for Enterprise Ireland, kind of looking forward, um, we are here to support, to help our clients to grow, to scale in the market. I think a big um, and important step for us is our own growth in Canada, actually. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of weeks ago, we announced our launch of our Montreal office and a really significant step. It's our second office within the Canadian market and a really important um, focus for us to help clients grow within the Quebec market. And there's a number of different sectors that we'll be helping clients focus on in that particular market. So everything from the likes of aerospace to AI, life sciences, um, and of course the dairy industry. As you know, you know Ireland and our heritage is, is synonymous with, with dairy and with agriculture. We have some excellent clients who are growing in this space and, and have the capability to grow within Canada as well. Um, Samco being one of those, um, and uh, they're really growing in, in the likes of Quebec and Alberta. So I think they, I think agriculture, I think um, clean tech, things around sustainability, digitalization will continue. So a lot of companies across the digital tech portfolio. So we do see, we see Canada as a real growth market for our clients and we hope to help them continue grow over the coming years. So Lydia, then would animation uh, and the arts fall under your ambit also? 
Yeah, indeed. So we have, like, I mean, we have a lot of clients in the, you know, the animation, the video gaming space, really significant um, clients. Um, and obviously, I will take um, keywords, uh, for example, one, one of really, really significant uh, clients in Ireland, but has a very significant presence in, in Montreal also. So that space is, is very important, has obviously grown, particularly the digital element o- over the COVID period, and, and has uh, seen that grow. And so that is another focus area for us indeed, Austin. Indeed. Well, Lydia, it's been wonderful catching up, and uh, I hope from time to time that we do keep in touch and that we can keep people up to date with the wonderful job you guys do and keep, you know, because oftentimes the bad news hits the headlines and the good news gets just brushed under the carpet to some degree and Enterprise Ireland and the IDA are both very much good news stories. I think we, Aston, I can say we have one of the best jobs in the world and that's supporting these Irish companies to grow and to scale and ultimately supporting jobs right around the country in Ireland as well. Lydia, thanks a million for your time. Thanks, Austin.